Premier Su Zhentang was at the Legislative Yen on Tuesday to present his budget plan for 2021. But the session took a sharp turn as lawmakers took issue with his third COVID relief plan. Premier Su on Tuesday reported to lawmakers to present his 2021 budget proposal, but he was put on the defensive over his third COVID stimulus plan, which earmarks 5.28 billion NT for epidemic prevention. A lawmaker said the plan didn't state what the money would be used for. The Premier was asked whether the money would go into his own personal fund. The Ministry of Health and Welfare deems that expense necessary, so we listed it. It will not go into the Premier's personal fund. This is not a secret stash for the Premier to give away in red envelopes. It's nothing of the sort. We are following Budget Act rules to set a certain amount aside for contingencies, some budget we would need in case any new situations arise. This is all normal and necessary. Meanwhile, KMT Chairman Johnny Chang accused the government of suspending its food safety office ahead of lifting the ban on U.S. pork containing ractopamine. No meeting was convened, and then you lift the ban. Can you rationalize that to the people? Premier, this is your responsibility. Chiang also asked the defense minister whether there were signs that China was planning an attack on Taiwan. Currently, there are no signs of an impending armed attack on Taiwan or the outbreak of a war. If Taiwan were to be attacked, troops in inland China would move and assemble, but we haven't seen that. The defense minister reiterated that China's military was not powerful enough to mount a full-scale invasion of Taiwan and that there were no signs of an imminent attack. A U.S.-based conservation group warns that half a million sharks could be killed to produce enough COVID vaccines for the world. A nonprofit sh uh, group called Shark Allies said that some vaccine developers add squalene, a substance producing shark liver in their vaccines to boost their efficacy. Global demand for shark squalene could deal irreparable harm to the marine ecosystem, it said in a petition. Here we have infectious diseases expert Huang Liming weigh in. They can combine two substances and synthesize squalene. That's done entirely in a factory. Sharks are no longer used to obtain squalene. The cost of doing that is too high. It's just that sharks were used originally, so the name comes from squalus, which means shark. Actually, other fish produce this substance. It's not something only sharks have. But according to Shark Allies, there are currently five COVID experimental vaccines out of 34 that use squalene derived from sharks. The group stressed that it did not wish to hinder the development of a COVID vaccine. It said it was only asking that COVID developers seek out squalene that's not derived from animals. The annual free flu shot program will start at hospitals and other contracted facilities nationwide next Monday. The Taiwan Centers for Disease Control has prepared more than 6 million flu vaccines for seniors, pregnant women, healthcare workers, and other at-risk demographics. Two types of quadrivalent vaccines will be available, uh, one developed from chicken eggs and one from cells of mammals. Experts say the vaccines are equally safe, but the cell-based vaccine's protective effect is better. But they warn that cell-based vaccines uh, is not suitable for children under three. A thick pile of appointments. At this clinic, more than 800 people have scheduled their flu shots for next Monday, when the government's free inoculation program begins. Doctors say it's best to get vaccinated early to make it easier for them to distinguish between patients that have flu and those with COVID-19. Flu symptoms are very similar to the symptoms of the so-called novel coronavirus. 
fever, chills, a headache, fatigue. If you take the proper precautions against the flu and prevent yourself from catching it, then you at least have the chance of a doctor having to screen you for COVID or of a doctor thinking you have COVID. The Taiwan CDC program will administer more than 6 million flu shots for free. They are all quadrivalent vaccines but come in two types. One is made using chicken eggs and the other is developed from mammal cells. The latter is safe over people with egg allergies and has a stronger protective effect. The inoculation program administers vaccines randomly. People who want to choose one over the other can pay for the vaccine out of pocket. There's a new trend that of making vaccines using dog kidney cells. It's better adapted to the body of mammals, so vaccines you develop using those cells are more suited to humans and have a more pronounced effect. The cells are grown in a lab. If you need to cultivate them very quickly, you can do that. So in terms of production, this method is faster. Experts say these cell-based vaccines should not be used on children under the age of three. In addition, people aged 4 to 5 and up are advised to get immunized against pneumococcal pneumonia to lower the risk of contracting a severe infection. The Transport Ministry wants holidaymakers to leave their cars behind when traveling over Mid-Autumn Festival. The usual traffic gridlock is expected over the public holiday, which runs from Thursday to Sunday. To ease congestion, the ministry has set a fixed fare for coach bus and local train trips between Taipei and Hualien. Over the holiday, tickets will be 400 NT round trip. In addition, car rental companies in Ilan and Hualien will offer some 1,500 vehicles for 35% off. A preferential discount offered by a road-running event has raised a media storm. Runners found that the 2020 Yunlin Coffee Half Marathon is offering 20% off its entry fee to people from seven cities and counties in central Taiwan, which of which are led by the KMT. Missing from the list of seven are Xinju City and Jiayi County, which are administered by the DPP. Lawmakers accuse organizers at the Yunlin County government of excluding the two over political considerations. Let's hear from them now. I feel that this has to be reined in fast before it's too late. This behavior is highly undemocratic. Don't bring your personal ideology into a road race or other tourism events. This is very bad, very bad. Union County Commissioner Zhang Lishan, why be so tight-fisted? Some say this is stingy. There is no need to make distinctions like this. At the same time, we based it on the Central Taiwan Tourism Alliance. Based on the principle of reciprocity, we invited these cities and counties to join the 20% discount program. But if Xinjiang City and Jai County are willing to join our alliance, as we are also close to one another, then we can all come together for these events. The same 20% discount will apply to them, no problem. Yulin County Commissioner Zhang Lishan stresses that the exclusion is not political. The 2020 Yulin Coffee Half Marathon is open for registration and starts November 22nd at Yulin's Gukeng Green Tunnel Park. The event comprises a half marathon as well as 10K and 3K races. The entrance fees range from 200 to 400 NT dollars. To lay the ground for post-COVID economic development and industrial investment, the new Taipei government held the 2020 New Taipei Development Conference on Tuesday. The conference was a one-stop shop for procurement meetings, uh, industry forums, uh, and talks. Businesses were able to get ahead in planning uh, for land purchases and recruiting talent. New Taipei Mayor Hoyo Yi said his city aimed to attract investments of 150 billion NT dollars this year. Already, the city has reached 117 billion NT and created 43,000 jobs opportunities.
It's the opening ceremony of the new Taipei Development Conference, which brought together foreign and domestic SMEs. The event provided procurement meetings, forums featuring distinguished guests and presentations. It was a sign of new Taipei's confidence in its investment climate in the post-COVID era. We've set an investment target of 150 billion NT for this year. To date, we've attracted 117.7 billion NT in investment and created 43,000 jobs convenience, benefits, and care for the people. Those are my new three principles of the people. From January to July of this year, foreign investment in New Taipei rose by 13 billion NT compared to the same period last year. The mayor said that preemptive action amid the pandemic had created a safe investment environment for enterprises. To bring more domestic and foreign companies into New Taipei, the city government set up a single window service, allowing enterprises at the investment conference to obtain all the information they need at one time. At a time when the pandemic is so severe, the central government's investment commission has noted that for New Taipei, investment across a range of categories, including from overseas Taiwanese, has bucked the trend of decline seen among the six special municipalities. New Taipei City has been the only one to see positive growth of 13 billion NT. The New Taipei Development Conference was organized under four categories, smart buildings and lifestyle solutions, smart energy and monitoring, smart medical care, and smart manufacturing. An estimated 100 procurement discussions were conducted, creating some 100 million NT in business opportunities. Officials hope the conference will drive more industry growth and further strengthen investor confidence in New Taipei City. The Global Views magazine has released its annual competitiveness ranking for Taiwan's cities and counties. For the first time since the rankings began in 2003, Taipei has lost its place at the top. This year, it's number two, the throne by Xinzhu City. The mayor of Xinzhu, Lin Zijian, said that the honor goes to the people of his city. The Global Views ranking is based on nine criteria. In the criterion of social welfare, Xinju scored the highest of all cities and counties. Taipei scored the highest uh, in criteria including health care and economy and employment. But its overall ranking suffered from low scores in crime rates and policing and traffic and fire safety. An advertisement featuring bears has touched a sensitive nerve in Taiwan, drawing accusations of being pro-China. The image located inside Taipei Main Station depicts bears of different species in a riverside scene. Whereas giant pandas are shown at leisure, the Formosan black bears are shown laboring. Some say it seems to suggest that the Taiwanese bears are second-class citizens, but the artist denies that he had such thoughts in mind when he made the image. Bears along the river is on the wall in a walkway in the Taipei Main Station underground complex. Hundreds of bears of different kinds throng over a busy street and crowd into a boat. The dark bears with white V-shaped marks are Formosan black bears, which are endemic to Taiwan. They're all shown hard at work, while other bears are mostly enjoying themselves. If you look closely, you can see the Formosan black bears carrying heavy goods on poles and working as street vendors. Giant pandas, which are native to China, are shown strolling down the street with their children. In another corner, Formosan black bears row a boat on which pandas, brown bears, and polar bears sit around drinking. Some are even dancing on the roof.
Reactions to the picture are polarized. Some say it is an insult to Taiwan, while others say it's just art with no deeper implications. The image is an advert for charity and is planned to be displayed for over two years. The vociferous responses show the sensitivity of the cross-strait situation. It shouldn't single out the Formosan black bear as a coolie, a laborer. The situation between Taiwan and China is very tense right now, so it makes Taiwanese people feel uncomfortable to have this image here. It raises certain implications. Everyone has their own interpretations. I think it's great to have a rich imagination. I actually didn't pay much attention to this. When we created this art, we didn't do it with such thoughts in mind. It's set in Taiwan, so obviously the work is of Formosan black bears. I created this work about 10 years ago, in the period when there were lots of Chinese tourists. The artist denies there are any political overtones in his work. He says it's a pastiche of the classical masterpiece along the river during the Qingming Festival, with Taiwanese folk details added in. The company responsible for putting the image up, the Taiwan Railways Administration, says it respects the artwork as it is. Taiwan Tech's Engineers in Action Scheme is a successful volunteer abroad program that brings students into real-life community projects. This year, students were unable to make their annual trip to Indonesia or Vietnam due to the pandemic. So instead, international students came to them, and the team got down to work on innovative ecological projects in Elan. Their professor says the scheme is creating open-minded, down-to-earth engineers who can truly listen to their communities. Taiwan Tech's College of Engineering is one of Taiwan's most prestigious engineering colleges. Its Engineer in Action program is a volunteer scheme, founded in 2017, that sends students to work with partners in Indonesia and Vietnam on projects relating to the UN's 2030 Sustainable Development Goals. We also hope to use our Taiwan Tech alumni in Indonesia and Vietnam and their experience to design a system where, in a community in Taiwan or overseas, our students have the chance to study a different culture through a focused project. We want to foster engineers who are open-minded, who are good at listening, not arrogant, domineering engineers who value their professional skills above all else. The Engineers in Action team were unable to go abroad this year due to the coronavirus, but the scheme has continued uninterrupted. A project at Dongao Elementary in Ilan provided the chance to build ecological ditches and ponds for fish and vegetation to thrive in, as well as an English language camp. International students joined in, giving participants a chance to forge cross-cultural links. Uh, the reason why I want to join Engineers in Action because I want to gain the experience of volunteering and learning local culture, and also I want to work together with Taiwanese students. The scheme aims to cut to the quick of local needs through profound engagement with the community. It doesn't just address hard engineering skills, but also includes lesson planning to make education relevant to real issues. Repeat after me. The engineers in action are part of the university social responsibility scheme, which encourages students across Taiwan to step out of the ivory tower and into service in the wider world. A 3D art exhibition is underway at the Changai Shek Memorial Hall. It features 10 3D art pieces, which depict Taiwan's distinct local attractions and culture. Each piece is an optical illusion that makes it appear 3D. Visitors can step inside and feel every bit a part of the artwork. 
Deputy Culture Minister Xiao Zhonghuang holds a sword and performs in a Taiwanese glove puppetry show. Others virtually visited Jade Mountain to meet a Formosan black bear. This is an art exhibition that uses 3D illusion techniques that allow people to enter the artwork. This really drew me in. In photos, it really looks like you're inside the concept, like you're in the art piece. I'm so happy. I haven't been to a big mountain like this. It feels like I'm actually at the big mountain taking pictures. This art exhibition features 10 3D art pieces. Visitors can visit Longdong, watch a glove puppet show, and visit Alisan Forest Railway. The exhibition is divided into three categories, festival, culture, and mountains and sea. In the festival category, there's a work featuring Chiang Kai-shek Memorial Hall, which showcases a National Day float. There's also Taipei 101. When the lights are dimmed, bright fireworks appear. Through the use of optical illusion, and without the use of any assistive devices, people can enter the artwork. With your phone, you can take a photo and you'll look like you're immersed in the artwork. Another artwork shows a Mazu pilgrimage, where visitors can carry the sedan chair. There's also a glove puppet show, allowing visitors to act in the show. You can also step onto baseball fields and pitch. Other famous destinations include Yusan, Alishan Forest Railway, Pingxi, and Kenjing. These works were created by six Taiwanese artists. We can see scenes that Taiwan is very familiar with. We hope that through these 3D interactions, everyone can take a photo and blend into the scene. We also want foreign tourists to visit. When they take photos, they can take the photos back home and introduce the beauty of Taiwan to their friends. There are actually quite a lot of 3D paintings available already. What we wanted to do was reflect a different atmosphere and represent Taiwanese characteristics. These works will be on display at Chiang Kai-shek Memorial Hall from September 25th until March 3rd. Visitors can immerse themselves in scenes from all over Taiwan without traveling far from home. For Mosa News, Stephanie Yang, Wu Votong in Taipei. Taiwanese Michelin star chef Andre Zhang has made the leap from high-end dining to handshaken drinks served streetside. A drink shop chain is now offering his first concoction, a textured, sophisticated drink that's quintessentially Taiwanese. In goes the asparagus juice, followed by whipped-up Yakult, a scoop of guava sorbet, and lychee-popping boba. The layered drink is topped with a sprinkle of lemon zest. The meticulously designed cup is put in an equally eye-catching bag for a next-level takeaway beverage. It's the result of Michelin-starred chef Andre Chang's first dive into the world of handshaken beverages. Each layer has a different flavor and temperature, so I recommend starting from the bottom and moving up, drinking them all separately. When you're halfway done, you can stir it all up with a sorbet to turn it into a slushy. It will have a second layer of flavor, as if you were making your own cocktail. You get a trip down memory lane as you retaste the Yakult drinks of childhood, the guava juice ever present at banquets, and Taiwan's unique asparagus juice. Making a cup of the beverage requires three baristas and takes at least three minutes. It's very laborious. From the design to development, it took two to three months. 
We did a lot of testing. We spent about a week drinking asparagus juice, Yakult, and testing out the best ratios. The handmade drinks market is massive, set to hit 150 billion NT this year. Celebrities like singer Jam Xiao and Yako Chan, influencer Crown Dew, and even travel agencies like Lion Travel have all launched their own drink brands to attract customers thirsty for a novelty drink. Mid-Autumn Festival is a joyful time of year, but it can be a time of overeating too. Nutritionists at Linko Changa Memorial Hospital have come up with some healthy alternatives to the richest foods enjoyed at this time of year. If you want to indulge this week but don't care for the extra pounds, try these tasty but light recipes instead. Once crushed, peanuts can be the base for a curry sauce. Fried onions, soy sauce, sugar, curry powder, woodier, mushrooms, chocolate, and coconut milk all go into the blender. Nutritionists at Linko Changong Memorial Hospital have come up with this low-sodium Southeast Asian-style barbecue sauce. It has no more than 1 11th of the sodium content of standard barbecue sauces. The white wood ear mushroom is especially nutritious. We thickened the sauce with the polysaccharide in the white wood ear. The polysaccharide also reduces the calories. It's also a soluble dietary fiber and it's highly beneficial for health. Potatoes, once denigrated as a high glycemic food, are also used by the team to make healthy mooncakes. Sliced potato is boiled, mashed, and blended with grated beetroot. Tapioca is the key ingredient in the spring and translucent mooncake pastry with the help of more beetroot. Beetroot has a bright red color. It also contains trimethylglycine, which is high in antioxidants. So we hope this will improve the taste and also give you a beautiful visual treat when you eat it. Each chewy mooncake is just 106 calories, high in fiber but low in cholesterol, sodium, and protein. If you're looking for a healthier way to celebrate Mid-Autumn Festival, why not try the recipe at home?